Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. Over the next hour, you will learn about your own healing superpowers and how to access them. The latest in epigenetics meets ancient wisdom. Your hosts are Dr. Laura Stuve, a molecular biologist who mapped the human genome, and Dr. Janet Galipo, a doctor of Chinese medicine who has traveled the world to ensure all have access to healthcare. These sought-after practitioners and instructors of science-based intuitive medicine want to emphasize your body has answers. Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. I am Dr. Janet Galipo. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Laura Stuve. We're really excited to be with you on Voice of America today, sharing our years of expertise in mind-body medicine and offering you transformative tools to help you heal and also to help you in all aspects of your daily lives. So if you have pain, allergies, digestive issues, insomnia, weight gain, hot flashes, brain fog, or any other chronic symptoms that you're afraid you're just going to have to cope with, we want to offer you hope. This program is a chance for us to provide cutting-edge energy-based strategies lifestyle tips, self-care suggestions, and other solutions to improve your overall physical and emotional well-being. Over the coming weeks of this program, we have some world-class trailblazing experts in this field, including Lynn McTaggart, a pioneer in the science of intention, and she'll be joining us next week. The following week, Dawson Church teaches us how our thoughts and stresses impact our bodies. That's our area of expertise, too. Together, we have decades of experience, and together, we've worked to develop the Body Intuitive System, a pioneering mind-body medicine that works to unlock the stories behind your symptoms or disease. So on this first program, we want you to get to know us a little bit. Bear in mind, while we help people with their health issues, and while we've taught thousands of students worldwide over the years, broadcasting is new to us. This is our first radio show. <laughs> we thought that we could get started by interviewing each other. Our work is done at a distance, so it's appropriate that your hosts are on two coasts. Dr. Laura is in Santa Cruz, California. And Dr. Janet is in Asheville, North Carolina. So we're so happy to be bringing everyone listen, listening in between our two coasts together on Voice America. So we're going to go to the East Coast first to learn about Eastern medicine. So I'm going to be starting off today, and I want to introduce my friend and colleague here, Dr. Janet Galipo. And personally, I would say she's one of the most amazing healthcare pr practitioners I've ever met. So if I need support with anything for my health, attention headache, food poisoning, my asthma acting up, I contact Janet. She can have me or one of my family members basically in a better emotional and physical space, literally within an hour, often within minutes. So she's a sought-after acupuncturist, herbalist, homeopath, and mind-body practitioner for over 30 years. And Janet uses her incredible depth of understanding of classical Chinese medicine to quickly restore health. 
She teaches this to others, um, to both lay people and healthcare practitioners, drawing upon the depth of her training with her doctor of oriental medicine. And over the course of this series, we'll be sharing some of those tips with you um, to stay healthy. So I'm going to get started interviewing Janet today. And Janet, can you tell us a bit about your background in healthcare? Why did you go to acupuncture, acupuncture school? And the, why then did you move into mind-body medicine? Yes. Well, thanks, Laura, for that awesome introduction. And so I was always interested in healthcare, uh, my own and that of, of others. It, it was always hard for me to see someone suffering physically, because I've always thought that there are lots of options to deal with physical pain and emotional stress. So this interest in natural medicine led me first to study Western herbs in the 1980s. And then in the early 1990s, I went to Chinese medicine school. And this was a real eye-opener for me because before that, I had only experienced the Western diagnostic system. Of course, Chinese medicine has a completely different way of viewing the body based upon, you know, a lot of connecting points along pathways called meridians. And so these are the acupoints and they go all over the body, even into the major organs. So there were so many possibilities for healing. I was completely enthralled. I started my uh, Chinese medicine practice in Miami in 1993. And I was busy right from the start with three treatment rooms full all the time and patients coming in from the local area as well as from South America and Europe. And I really loved what I did and I tried to do my very best for each client, but there were limitations. So you're describing a, an incredibly successful acupuncture practice. What inspired you to seek out another modality and your interest in mind-body medicine? Did you have some aha moment that told you to go in that direction? So although I loved practicing acupuncture and, and other forms of Chinese medicine, I was always interested in other techniques. I have a great story about doing my first mind-body energy technique in my clinic. And so this is going all the way back to the year 2000, which was my first venture into mind-body energy therapy. And I had a client come in from Colombia, the country, who explained that she had a central nervous system disorder and she'd had it for uh, a long time. Uh, when she was younger, she had taken lots of sleeping pills, other kinds of calming uh, pharmaceuticals. This had caused some damage to her central nervous system. So she developed a tick, almost like a Tourette syndrome, a very pronounced tick where every 10 seconds or so her eyes would blink and her face would contort. So she had been to lots of doctors and different specialists and nothing had helped. And she was then referred to me and she traveled all the way to Miami for treatment at my clinic. So I asked her, how long has this been going on? And she said, oh, about 10 years. And then I said, well, how long are you going to be in Miami? And she said, five days. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, you expect me to be able to treat this in five days? 
And she said, well, I heard you were really good. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, no one is that good. And so I said, okay, well, I've just learned this new kind of mind, body, energy technique, and I'm going to use it and let's see what happens. So using this new approach, I did an energetic reset for her brain, reconnecting some brain regions. And after doing this technique, believe it or not, her facial tick corrected right on the table and never came back. So after this unbelievable and amazing experience, I remember thinking, okay, if a technique like this could cure something like that, the possibilities are unlimited. And I became very interested in mind-body medicine and how it could be applied energetically. Because I have always been interested in what works, especially when it comes to healthcare. Healthcare is so important. I mean, our bodies are everything. And if our bodies are somehow failing us, or if we have some kind of chronic issue, a stomach issue, or a chronic pain, or exhaustion, or fatigue, whatever it is, then most of us are really driven to try to find out what to do to make it better, to help us to feel better. So I love that story, Janet. It's an incredible beginning in your journey in mind-body medicine. And I know the rest of your history, so I wanna share that with our listeners here, you went on to train and teach the most advanced levels in the body talk system, a system of mind-body medicine developed by Dr. John Veldheim, pulling upon his background in Chinese medicine also and chiropractics. Then more recently, you and I have developed a new system of mind-body medicine. But since you'd had such a successful practice, can you tell our listeners What did mind-body medicine add for your patients? And how did your work change when you brought in this integration? Yeah, I mean, I love Chinese medicine, but, you know, there were limitations because as good as Chinese medicine is, it is a diagnostic system. So I think with the mind-body approach, I have been able to treat cases that I could never have treated with Chinese medicine alone. And I have another great story um, from a couple of years ago. This one is more recent that that illustrates what is possible with mind-body medicine. So this is a, a family that came in. It was, it was a mom and dad and their two kids, and they had a little boy. The older child was a little boy. He was eight. Um, the whole family came in together, you know, all four of them into the treatment room. And they told me that ever since this little boy was three months old, he would wake up every night, every hour on the hour, screaming at the top of his lungs with nightmares. And so none of the family could sleep. The entire family was exhausted. Um, And the the parents were, you know, they were pretty conventional. They had a pretty conventional Western uh, medical orientation. And they came to me out of complete desperation because they had been to so many doctors and nobody could figure out what was going on with this kid. So I started uh, with a session on him and the session identified that there had been a trauma in the family when he was three months old 
there was had been a fire in the house and the family had almost died. And even though he was a baby, he had been affected by this trauma. And so using um, Body Intuitive's emotional resolution technique, I was able to guide the little boy to identify this memory, resolve it. And, you know, then I kind of forgot about them. Um, and then three weeks later, the whole family came marching back into the office for their follow-up appointment. And they told me literally that night, everyone slept for the first time in eight years and his nighttime screaming never came back. This is such a wonderful example, Janet, of how mind-body medicine and body intuitive, our system can access these emotional stories that are often behind the symptoms. And when we unlock these, these emotions from the past, it transforms a health issue that is happening today. So I want to turn now to your vision for bringing healthcare solutions worldwide uh, in areas of need. And that's one thing I've always been impressed about, about your work, is your commitment not just to your clients in the local Miami area where you were for many years, but what you've done to bring energy medicine to other areas of the world. So can you share with us what inspired you to take mind-body medicine to South America and Asia and what you've done in these areas? Yeah, I mean, I love international travel. And, you know, after observing the incredible results in my clinic and the results of my students, I decided to um, test these techniques on a worldwide audience. So I was able to introduce the mind-body system of body talk into South America, including Mexico, but primarily Brazil. And I uh, trained thousands of um, students there. And, and this modality was eventually brought into hospitals and nursing homes, basically into the public sector. So, you know, Brazilians incorporate um, natural medicine techniques into their healthcare system. So it was very easy for them to immediately integrate uh, mind-body medicine. After that, uh, we supported uh, a project in the Philippines that worked um, with tsunami uh, and disaster area survivors using mind-body techniques to, to work with them. And in the future, I will tell you about uh, more uh, exotic uh, trips. Um, but, but one of the things I've learned from teaching in other parts of the world is that people everywhere love simple self-care techniques. And we're going to be sharing some of those techniques with you over the course of this program. So uh, Janet, we're going to turn now to uh, another story and we're going to go back to the beginning of your journey in Chinese medicine. What first introduced you to acupuncture? Yeah, it was actually morning sickness. Um, so morning sickness went on for the whole of my pregnancy. And I remember thinking, oh boy, when this baby is born, my my morning sickness is going to clear up. And then it didn't. And so after a several months of still having kind of sporadic nausea, sometimes vomiting, you know, I went to my doctor and I'm like, what's the story? 
And she did a physical and she said, you know, there really is nothing physically wrong with you. And I think this may be having, has something to do with stress and I can refer you to a psychotherapist. And I thought a psychotherapist, what is she talking about? And so, um, you know, at the time I didn't really have a concept of the mind body relationship that, you know, mind and stress can really cause um, a lot of effects to the body. So anyway, long story short, I went to see a well-known acupuncturist. He did an intake. And then he also said, yeah, I really think this has to do with mind affecting the body. And so I remember he said, you have a choice. You can go to psychotherapy for six months to a year and try to work out your stresses about being a new mom, or you can come here for three acupuncture sessions and I'm going to give you some herbs and we can take care of this within a couple of weeks. And I said, uh, okay, I think I'm going to go your route. <laughs> so that was my, yeah, that was my introduction to Chinese medicine. So what happened after the three acupuncture sessions and the herbs? Did it resolve it? Yeah, it really did. And and I remember I was just like so completely impressed. Like I just could not believe that something could work like this so so quickly and so well. And so I thought, wow, you know, how does how does somebody study this? Like, like how does somebody learn this? Um, and and this was definitely one of uh, the motivating factors behind my, uh going to acupuncture school. So um we're this is Laura, and I'm here with Janet, my colleague, and we're going to be back after a short commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let me guess. It's already been three weeks into the new year. You've already crashed, given up, and you're resorting back to your comfortable routine. Do you feel like you need an injection of energy, optimism, and a general lifestyle intervention? Learn why your stress mindset matters for your health. Join our free Cell and Soul Circle Tuesday, January 24th. Each month we'll meet to share practical, accessible tips, vibrant health boosters, and an opportunity to see a live body intuitive session in action. Register now and you can be chosen for this month's live session, Tuesday, January 24th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Register now at bodyintuitive.org. Does it feel like something is wrong, but all your tests come back normal? Does your doctor downplay your symptoms? You've tried every medication, pill, detox tea, supplement, and you're still seeing no improvements? Your body has healing superpowers. Your body intuitive practitioner can find what's wrong. A body intuitive practitioner is waiting to unlock the story behind your symptoms. Register for your first body intuitive session today at bodyintuitive.org. Book by March 1st for 50% off on your first session. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now, back to the show. 
So welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Laura again. Before the break, we were talking to Dr. Janet about her incredible journey in Chinese medicine and then mind-body medicine. And now we're going to switch seats here and go to the opposite coast. I'm going to be asking Dr. Laura a few questions about her amazing scientific training and its application to energy medicine. So I want to start off by saying that when I am in need of sessions for myself or my family, Laura is my go-to person. It's not only that she is a brilliant practitioner with 18 years of mind-body therapy experience under her belt, it is her particular streamlined approach that combines the process of scanning for immune system imbalances, including down to the cellular level, the entire microbiome, including those beneficial microbes that keep us healthy, the presence of toxins in the body, epigenetic changes due to stress or lifestyle impacts. Dr. Laura is going to tell us more about epigenetics later. But any or all of these factors can come up in a single session with her. Her science background combined with years of intuitive experience makes her one of the most skilled practitioners available anywhere. Laura's also an amazing instructor of mind-body medicine. In Body Intuitive, she is able to take complex subjects such as epigenetics, liver detoxification pathways, and inflammatory immune communicators and turn them into something that even a beginning student can understand and work with. It is one of her many gifts, the ability to take complex scientific information and make it simple and usable. So, Laura, can you tell us a little bit about your background in science and how you ended up in mind-body medicine? So thank you for that great introduction, Janet. Um, uh, to start off, I'd have to say I've always been interested in what's the difference between a healthy person and someone suffering from a chronic illness, and what's the difference down in their cells? So this led me to... Uh, complete a PhD program in molecular biology, looking at how genes get turned on in the right cells in the body when the body needs them, and how this process gets disrupted when people have, say, a stomach ulcer, any type of health imbalance. Um, after graduate school, I moved on to work on the Human Genome Project that was launching around that time and was a very exciting global uh, enterprise. First, I worked with um, the, the Stanford Human Genome Center, and later I moved on into the biotechnology industry. So I, oh, I spent 15 years as a director of a research lab of many scientists, up to about 100 scientists. And our focus in this human genome work was first, as the billions of letters of the human genetic code were identified, we had to find the information content, the genes. Then once we had most of the genes, our, our job turned to which genes go awry when people get a disease. So we looked at genes involved in mental health issues like depression and bipolar, 
as well as physical issues like inflammatory bowel disease and certain types of cancers. So it was really exciting working with big research teams and doing such pioneering science in human genetics. I really loved that part of my career. Okay, well, uh, why then did you leave this engaging career? Um, uh, why would a scientist quit science? So I went through a long process of a career change, but at a certain point I realized that there were limitations to my ability to make a difference for the everyday person's health working down at the DNA in at the genetic basis of disease. And I had a turning point for me in my career change one day. Um, the team uh, at my company that I led um, had just completed an incredibly successful project. We had just identified five new genes involved in breast cancer, and there were previously three. So this was a major contribution to the field. But our chief scientific officer decided that he would both congratulate us for this as well as humble us. Um, and he was one of the premier human geneticists in the world. He knew what he was talking about, uh, Dr. David Cox. And he elaborated for us that even if we found all the genes involved in breast cancer, we'd only have about 20% of the story of why people get this common cancer. And so I said to him, I said, well, what's the 80% of the story behind breast cancer and how to prevent it? And why aren't we working on that? So he said, oh, that's just too hard to study. We scientists are working on a problem that we can solve. We, can, we know how to work with human genetics. The 80% is epigenetics. It's how lifestyle factors essentially talk to our genes to either keep us healthy or create imbalance and disease. So what, what do I mean by lifestyle factors? Both emotional factors like trauma, uh, infections, toxin exposures, any of these things can lock our genes into a state of imbalance. And this is the whole area of epigenetics. But it was at that point on that day, I thought, well, it might be too hard, but I have to find some way to work in this area. This is the big story in human health. And it, it was a few years later that I discovered mind-body medicine, and I knew I had finally, finally found something that could look at this interaction between lifestyle factors and health, and that therefore could, could work with what I call the big piece of the pie to that 80% to truly transform health. Wow. Well, can you say a little bit more about that? I mean, what first piqued your, your interest in mind-body medicine? So um, as you said, Janet, for my own health, I was interested in what worked. And I tried a variety of things. I, I was my own experiment. So when my primary care physician couldn't help me with my migraines and my asthma, that led me to look at chiropractic and acupuncture and to survive the stresses of graduate school. I had a therapist and I joined a dream interpretation group. So I always worked mind body myself, 
but I was still plagued with debilitating four-day migraines every month. And so at the encouragement of my acupuncturist, I decided to try a mind-body medicine session. Uh, that first session was, I was just blown away by the impact. Basically, it erased 75% of my migraine symptoms, both the intensity and the total length of the headache. So instead of four days of being unable to work or take care of my small daughter, I had just a very short, mild headache that lasted a couple hours. And it was a very simple treatment. I had no idea how that one hour session could accomplish these results, but my scientific curiosity um, was engaged. And so a week later, I was taking my first training in mind-body medicine. And I remember thinking at the time after I finished that class, I have no idea what this modality is or how it works, but I know it works and I'm gonna dive in and learn more. And that was 18 years ago, and I have never looked back. Okay, so let's pause here a minute and define for our listeners what we mean by mind-body medicine. As a scientist, a practitioner, and an instructor of mind-body medicine, how can you define it? I'm glad you asked this question, Janet, because you and I throw around words like mind-body medicine, energy medicine, but to get everybody on the same page, mind-body medicine, um, before we go there, I just want to highlight we're all familiar with mind-body practices, and many of us are practitioners of them ourselves. Mindfulness, meditation, yoga, qigong, martial arts really any type of athletics is a mind-body practice. And in all of these practices, we, we can calm our minds and that supports the health of our brain and our bodies. It changes the, our brain chemistry, or we can exercise our bodies. We can go the body angle and that gives us more energy, more mental clarity and shifts our mood. So um, there's many things that we're are all familiar with that are mind-body. What is mind-body medicine then? So in this healthcare modality or set of modalities, practitioners work with a scientifically uh, proven connection that your emotions, your stresses, and your belief systems really impact the health of your body. And a mind-body practitioner can discover and essentially unlock emotions from our past history, the way you described for that little boy who had experienced the fire at three months of age, just as a psychotherapist would. A mind-body practitioner then um, goes another step further and they make a connection between how our traumas have impacted the health of our bodies. So for example, um, I'm going to give a, another story here. I worked with a client who um, a memory that we got to was he had lost his beloved childhood dog when he was 12 years old. And unfortunately, he, he saw the dog get hit by a car 
and went and picked it up and the dog died in his arms. So this is one person's story, but we've all experienced trauma and heart, heart, heartache and, and, and pain and loss. And what many of us not might not be aware of is that these memories can have an impact on the health of our body. How could that be? Stress and trauma amplify inflammation in your immune cells. And when your inflammation, when the fires of your inflammation are up, that can cause all kinds of things from food allergies, chronic hip pain, in, or in the case of this particular client, a heart condition. Many years later in adulthood. So um, just to recap then, mind-body medicine essentially dives in and gets at this story behind the symptoms. It finds those emotional stories and that opens the way to profound healing. Mm, the story behind the symptoms. Uh, can you give us um, another example of what you mean by that, Laura? You know me, Janet, I love to talk about those stories behind the symptoms. So this is um, one of uh, a, a story that I like to tell because it's accessible. So um, this is one of my good friends from college who came to me for help only after trying everything else she could think of. Um, so she had always been very athletic and active. And when she arrived in my office, she couldn't even walk from her car to her front door with her with her groceries. Um, her The pain in her foot was so severe. So she had just had um, one foot surgery uh, for her chronic pain. That didn't work. So she had a second um, surgery. Um, to resolve things, and both surgeries just intensified the pain. So what did we find in the story behind her foot pain? So um, I just want to give the conclusion at the beginning here. So over three treatments, in three treatments, the foot pain resolved completely. And we really got to something that you would never arrive at with surgery or physical therapy. So uh, in, in her session, we uh, found a memory from childhood where she had, the car was driving down the road, not too fast, but um, this was before seatbelts. She'd opened the door and fallen out of the car and the outside of her left foot in the area where the pain was, she had had um, an injury there. So an old injury that was blocking circulation and energy flow. But it's not just that. At the time she had this accident, her parents were going through a painful divorce. They were arguing all the time. It was very traumatic in the household. And um, the, the sessions released those old emotions. The symptoms came up when she and her husband were having problems and considering a divorce themselves. So that is the story behind her symptoms. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to a question I posed earlier. Why would a scientist quit science? 
So the second answer to this question is, I don't really feel like I quit science. I just turned my science brain to focus on mind-body approaches to health instead of genetic solutions. And when I first discovered the personal impact of mind-body approaches for my migraines and my asthma, I was impressed, but my inner scientist was still pretty dubious. All my friends and family knew me as a very rigorous scientist, and they all thought I was crazy. So to convince my inner scientist, I read all the books and research papers I could find on the mind-body connection. So how is it that our emotions and our mindsets do impact our health? I read about the body um, as an energy system in Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, and quantum physics. And I've been applying this science in my clinical practice for 18 years to support my family. So to support my dad with his kidney issues, to support a good friend with uh, persistent digestive issues. And um, for a long-term client of mine um, with extreme environmental sensitivities and allergies from a long-term mold exposure. So in my practice, I observe what works, okay? What expedites healing? What solves a health challenge that has been intractable with other approaches? So after I find things that work, I teach science-based healing strategies to healthcare practitioners. And my personal observation is the more science I bring into my clinic to work with my clients, the more quickly they heal. So I'm sold on sciencing up your practice. Wow, that's so fascinating. I love hearing about your science background because I think it le le leaves so much credibility to everything that we do. This is Janet and Laura, and we'll be back after a short commercial break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Does it feel like something is wrong, but all your tests come back normal? Does your doctor downplay your symptoms? You've tried every medication, pill, detox tea, supplement, and you're still seeing no improvements? Your body has healing superpowers. Your body intuitive practitioner can find what's wrong. A body intuitive practitioner is waiting to unlock the story behind your symptoms. Register for your first Body Intuitive session today at bodyintuitive.org. Book by March 1st for 50% off on your first session. Let me guess, it's already been three weeks into the new year. You've already crashed, given up, and you're resorting back to your comfortable routine. Do you feel like you need an injection of energy, optimism, and a general lifestyle intervention? Learn why your stress mindset matters for your health. Join our free Cell and Soul Circle Tuesday, January 24th. Each month we'll meet to share practical, accessible tips, vibrant health boosters, and an opportunity to see a live body intuitive session in action. Register now and you can be chosen for this month's live session. Tuesday, January 24th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Register now at bodyintuitive.org. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now, back to the show. So welcome back, everyone. Before the break, we each shared a bit about our individual backgrounds. And now we're going to talk about our collaborative partnership as healthcare innovators. So I want to start out here by talking about um, our first collaboration. So in 2009, um, we both were very interested in doing a research study. We wanted to provide validation for the incredible results that we were seeing every day in our clinics. And so we put our heads together. We had a very shoestring budget and um, we uh, recruited a whole set of people that had suffered from chronic pain, um, many of whom had had severe pain for 10 to 20 years. So our study was looking at mind-body medicine for chronic pain. Um, We had a set of practitioners that gave our um, subjects eight sessions over eight consecutive weeks and we were incredibly lucky to team up with a statistician from UCLA Medical Center, Professor Hong-Hu Liu. Um, Hong-Hu uh, designed and analyzed our study. And what results did we see? Um, we found statistically significant improvement at both the body level for people's pain and at the mind level for the commonly associated conditions with chronic pain, um, improvement in their anxiety and their depression, as well as improvement in fatigue and their overall life outlook or satisfaction. And some of the people in our study saw complete resolution of a pain condition that they've been plagued with every single day for 20 years. So we even impressed our statistician who told us, I have no idea what you guys are doing, but it really works. Um, We were able to publish our study in a peer-reviewed pain journal, uh, the Journal of Pain Management in 2014. So now, Janet, let's tell everybody a bit about Body Intuitive. There's a lot of effective mind-body modalities out in the world. Why did we develop our system? Well, because it's the best. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so in our, yeah, in our manual, we, we do share our belief that most healthcare practitioners today are working without a complete set of tools at their disposal, right? So this is one of the reasons why we develop Body Intuitive. We wanted to provide accessible solutions for people who are not currently served by uh, options available today. And so this would include, for example, 20% of the U.S. population suffering from chronic pain. How about people with allergies and autoimmune disease? And, and how about, you know, many of us who feel overwhelmed and exhausted um, by our to-do lists? 
So let's elaborate on that, Janet. What's missing? What are the gaps in healthcare today that we're filling in with Body Intuitive? Yeah, I mean, one of the things we talk about is intuition deficit. And and of course, we're going to be uh, talking more about this. Um, So we say that healthcare practitioners today work with incredible diagnostics and years of training in anatomy and physiology of the body. But what they are not trained in is how to use their intuition in a structured way to make decisions for their patients. Um, You know, intuition is not taught in medical schools. It's not taught in nursing schools. It's not even taught in acupuncture schools. It certainly isn't taught in elementary school. Um, and you know, we'll, we're, we're going to come back to this. We will return to the role that we see for intuition in healthcare next week with our guest, Lynn McTaggart. So Laura, from your perspective as a scientist, what do you think is missing in healthcare? So first I want to honor that there are brilliant innovations in medical science, and we all need these and rely on them every day for our health. But for the most part, healthcare practitioners are working with what I call the science of yesterday um, or the science of 20 years ago or the science of 100 years ago. Um, Science moves incredibly fast. And one of the best illustrations of that is over the last couple of years. So our understanding of the virus that causes COVID-19 long COVID, medium COVID, all of the versions of of this crazy disease has literally expanded on a daily basis. And this is an excellent um, uh, kind of illustration of the incredible rate of scientific progress, which is brilliant, but unfortunately, no textbook can keep up with that. A textbook is out of date, before it's published. And so healthcare practitioners can't be trained in the science of today. Um, Many of them are using an understanding of chronic stress from the 1930s. And while um, they might know about the latest developments in the human microbiome research, which is really an understanding of thousands of beneficial bacteria and fungi that are part of our bodies, there aren't many practices to use that information um, in a healthcare clinic. And instead, there's a widespread use of antibiotics that's based on the germ theory of disease from the late 1800s. The last thing that I want to throw in here is that many practitioners do offer lifestyle guidance to their patients, which is critical. But can they do an epigenetic tune-up to erase the impact of traumas that their patient has has lived through or lifestyle factors like a fast food diet from you know 20 years ago so in body intuitive we really are able to bring the latest science of what makes people healthy and what makes people sick and pioneering approaches based on that science into the hands of healthcare practitioners. So as I mentioned earlier, the more science I bring into my clinical practice, the better results I'm seeing with family and friends. And in Body Intuitive, for example, if you can understand how, let's say, 
our mindset about our stresses impacts our health or what's actually going on in your immune cells in an autoimmune disease, you can use that science today with your clients. And we're going to be sharing how that's possible over this series. Okay, so we share, Janet, that body intuitive is this integration of our respective areas of expertise. Mine in the 21st century scientific understanding of what makes people healthy and yours in an ancient wisdom from classical Chinese medicine. So can you share for our listeners why Chinese medicine and using acupoints are an essential piece for any healthcare system? Yeah, thanks, Laura. Well, first of all, I, I like to comment that now um, there there's a whole generation of energy-based modalities that have incorporated principles of Chinese medicine. So, so certainly body intuitive is not the first to do this. So we have techniques like emotional freedom technique or the tapas acupuncture technique. And, and both of these techniques and many others use Chinese medicine to treat um, different physical and emotional patterns. You know, But why do they incorporate Chinese medicine? Well, first of all, Chinese medicine has had amazingly effective approaches to keep us healthy for thousands of years. Uh, for example, Chinese medicine um, knows how to treat infectious disease due to viral pathogens like uh, colds or, or flus. And so, you know, there are systems um, at work, structured systems for looking at how the body has been impacted energetically, you know, which energy channels or meridians are weak, and then which acupoints can be used to resolve an infection that can be used for people who have colds or flus or, or other things. And then these points can be activated by touch or tapping without insertion um, of an acupuncture needle. And, and this is something that was known from the very beginning. You know, the, the, the Taoists who, who created um, Chinese medicine knew that you could use an acupoint without inserting a needle. The thing that's amazing about working with the body's energy systems using acupoints is that when you zero in on an acupoint, whether it is with a needle or just pressing on it with your hands or tapping on it, you really are engaging all aspects of uh, the point. Yeah, so this includes the point's connection to relieving physical symptoms like pain or headache, mental emotional symptoms like anxiety or frustration. It's everything rolled into one. So acupuncture and Chinese medicine have always recognized the mind-body connection. It's all together, all happening in the same body at the same time. We shared just a bit about mind-body medicine and body intuitive today. And in the coming weeks, you'll be hearing more about the science and energetic basis of these systems. The other thing that we're going to do each week is we're going to share what we call a bit, a lifestyle bit or body intuitive lifestyle tip with you. Okay. And our tip of the week comes from something Dr. Janet taught me. And her tip for winter is eat and drink warm things, not cold things. So 
Uh, Tell us what you mean by this, Dr. Janet. Why does the temperature of our food make a difference? Well, most of us live in in cold weather uh, places, and especially this time of year. um, And it's important to keep the interior of the body warm in the winter. Yeah, we want to, we say we want to protect our interior warmth, stay away from cold foods. And by this, we mean, you know, salads, or other raw foods, or, or cold beverages straight from the refrigerator, or things with ice in them. You know, um, so when you eat these colder raw foods, the interior of the body gets cold. And then this creates an interior imbalance. And then all sorts of things can happen, mostly pain syndromes, you know, for example, low back pain during the winter. So what we emphasize is go warm, go warm instead, right? Drink warm teas. Um, I especially like fresh ginger tea, enjoy, you know, warm soups, stews, you know, uh, cooked food, roasted vegetables, and um, and just keep your your interior body warm during the winter. And what about you? Do you have a tip for our listeners today, Dr. Laura? So I'm going to be sharing my tip of the week next week on January 24th. I want to invite you all to a free webinar I'm doing. I'm going to give you a gift from Mindset Intervention uh, Science, and it's going to be a free uh mind body balancing tool, the stress mindset reset. Um, So it's recorded if you can't join us live, but you can register at our website, bodyintuitive.org. So we're going to wrap up now. Yes. Well, I'm Dr. Janet. And I'm Dr. Laura. And we want to thank you so much for joining us today at the Marvel of Mind Body Medicine. Yes, thank you for helping us feel so warmly welcome on our first show. We look forward to seeing you in our upcoming shows. We're very grateful to Voice America for this opportunity. And today we've been discussing what made us change our minds and careers and dive passionately into mind-body medicine, because we believe this modality will make a difference for your health. And please remember, have hope because your body has answers. So join us next week as we host Lynn McTaggart, science journalist and intention researcher. And then the following week, we have another amazing guest, Dr. Dawson Church, another PhD molecular biologist. These experts are going to share with us the science behind mind-body modalities, distance healing, intention, and intuition. Hope you can join us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Marvel of Mind-Body Medicine. It's our mission to remind you that your body wants to heal. Join us again next week. Be well and remember, your body has answers. We'd like to share a special thank you to our friends, Flying Mystics. If you enjoyed their music as much as we do, you can find them at flyingmystics.com. That's www.flyingmystics.com.